Hey there, campers. How's it going? Welcome to episode six of the Something Works podcast. My name is James. My name is Craig. My name is Spencer. All right, so let's hop right into it. You two weeks from Halloween. That's all I'm going to say. Two weeks from Halloween. It's spooky season. Grab your candy corn. Grab a pumpkin. Get a knife. Carve something. It's the season. Bring an extra prayer of britches. Because let me tell you, it's a long road. <laughs> all right. Are you guys actually going to carve a pumpkin or anything? Yeah. Um, I, I talked to Mizzy and the pitmaster. I'm... I don't want to go trick-or-treating. I'm not even kidding. Like, go to the sorority houses when they have the trick-or-treating. I would not be ashamed. Can you imagine those girls would be so, like, concerned about our well-being? What are like, you? Washed up. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> there was some state that, like, banned people that were over the age of 12 from going trick-or-treating. I, I just saw oh. that. Yeah, I saw that. Whatever state that is, they will not be getting my business. Yeah, dude, that's terrible. Okay, because I remember vividly in high school going trick-or-treating, like, freshman year. And it was a blast. Okay. I think I trick-or-treated up until, I think sophomore year was my last year. Yeah. Well, obviously, you weren't yeah. that cool in high school. <laughs> Sof- yeah, sophomore year. <laughs> I think my last was probably like eighth grade. All right. Well, Spencer, there you Okay. Big bowl of sadness. Well, I moved it moved to Ohio my freshman year and oh. didn't want to oh, drag me down. Did, Someone get the Kleenex. I didn't want to be the new guy, you know, pestering kids for <laughs> hey, trick, or, trick or treating. With hey, you want to go trick or treating with me? Oh my gosh! All right, but today we have a very exciting episode for you guys. We're gonna call this the the debate episode. We're gonna bring up a few controversial topics that have been hot in the media. Dewey, run away! Sorry, Dewey got out of his cage. But we're going to be talking about some controversial topics that are re- pretty relatable to people our age. So I hope you all enjoy. All right. So first up, we have a big one, affirmative action. Affirmative action indeed. So with affirmative action, if you don't know what it is, um, basically I believe in, it was in the 1960s um, that JFK um, started and built to help um, work pl- to help like promote diversity in the workplace and to help like disadvantage individuals, whether it be normal working people or students. Uh, I have the definition. So oh. affirmative action is an action or policy favoring those who tend to suffer from discrimination, especially in relation to employment or education. Uh, and then there's a semicolon pol- positive discrimination. Yeah. So of course, like saying that, like how it promotes diversity in the workplace, all that sounds like a great thing. And some aspects are. But are all aspects good? That's where the debate comes in and that's where the controversy comes in. Some people, like James said, it's like good racism. So it's basically reverse racism. Like, is that good? What do you guys think? I think it's just, in the, in the better wording, it's positive discrimination. Positive, not good discrimination. Okay. Positive discrimination. So, um... And us being college kids, we were, well, I mean, at the beginning of our college careers, we were, like, affected by that by some places that we would apply to. Yeah, because I remember in high school, you have to, uh, you know, you're, like, paying attention to all that, looking to apply to different schools and whatnot, and you had to, like, factor in, you know, all the different people you're running up against. I don't really know how to word it in a way that's not, like, coming off like a jackass. Yeah. But, you know what I'm trying to convey, like... It's it's very it's a very touchy subject. Well, it's like how all guidance counselors joke around like, 
I mean, now, wow, this is actually relevant in the media now, but, like, back then, before this Elizabeth Warren thing came up, they're like, oh, if you're, like, an eighth uh, Native American, make sure you put that in there, because it'll help you. Yeah. Well, that was just, like, I just thought about affirmative action when the last time I, like, heard about it was, like, Harvard ran out of spots for Asian students. Yeah. But it's, like, you can't fault Asian kids for, like, just naturally being... Like scoring better yeah. and getting better like test scores. Yeah, mm-hmm. for like, sure. If they're the smartest, then obviously Harvard should want them. That's the way I look at it. Now, I think in a fair aspect, if two people are the same, one being basically a white person, the other being minority, I think that half of that institution, if you have 100 spots at that institution and 100 people that are the same, I believe that half the institution should be white and half of the institution should be of minority, um, whatever race that would be or ethnicity and so I do think it's a good thing and I do think it benefits um, to a certain extent where it does get tricky is like what you just said if someone is literally better than the other person it shouldn't matter what they look like that person yeah. should get the spot it the job or the position or the spot should always go to the most qualified yes yeah. I agree yeah it doesn't always that's no. just not how it is now, yeah. in this day and age well that's where the big thing of like for disadvantaged people, like where it comes to, all right, you have two kids out of high school, both are four students. One went to a really good private school, the other went to a public school. So how are you gonna choose it on that also? I feel like affirmative action, I mean, I could be, I could be wrong, like at least legally, like wise. I feel like it should be more about funding someone's like Future, yeah, mm-hmm. more, more so than just like letting them into a school because they're. What do you mean dis- funding their what? Their well, okay, like if two two of the same exact people and one's white and lives like in a rich home or whatever, yeah, and then a black person is from like a poorer home, whatever, like they're gonna just let the poorer like more disadvantaged kid into the school mm-hmm. rather than the rich person just because of that. But I feel yeah. like it should be more of like let in people whoever has the best. Like numbers, test scores, whatever yeah. you look for, but like affirmative action should fund people that can't afford to pursue yeah. these things, not just give people more opportunities because of it. I know what you're saying for sure. And guys, let us know what you think. But on to the next. Wee wee wee. Kind of scared. The police. The police have been in the media a lot. Fuck oh, twelve. Fuck <laughs> twelve. We don't got time for them. But the police have been in the media Awkward. lately. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so a lot of things use of force racial profiling shootings they're pretty controversial in America nowadays like you say you like the police and people will look at you weird you say you don't like the police the other side will look at you weird yeah dude this is a country divided right now and yeah. it is and a big ridiculous. part of that is the, the policing police. yeah. yeah the policing and you know, it's like the whole backbone of the country, you know, the guiding hand that's supposed to help yeah. us from right and wrong is this police force. Yet, you know, half the people, they're not they're not trusting it because they think, you know, hey, no, they, they stand for uh, they want to beat us down. They want to they want to walk all over us and tell us what to do. And then the other part, you know, the other part of the country, they're saying, you know, they're helping us. They're going to keep us safe. They're not overstepping their boundaries. Yet I think that in certain areas, they are absolutely, you know, stepping over Over. some boundaries. But that's just how it's going to be. That's human nature. Not every one person is going to be similar. 
So as you go on throughout different uh, walks of life, different areas of the country, mm-hmm. there's going to be so many, you know, there's going to be corruption or there's going to be great cops, you know? Yeah. It's just so hard to manage so many people that are supposed to be the guiding hand. Well, that's like the same reasoning everyone disagrees on anything. Is yeah. People like don't take into account that there's like... It's like McGregor's Theory X and Theory Y. Like some people are going to be lazy and, you know, wait for the... The person, the supervisor, to like come see if they're going to do work, and some people are just going to be honest and do the work yeah. without someone looking at them. Yeah, I mean, for me, I look at it as it's one of the only jobs in the world where people expect another human being to be perfect. It's like that, doctors and cooks. Yeah, and that's it. They're, they're, you're that, expect- that is pretty crazy once you think you're about it. You're expecting a human being, which we all are, to be perfect throughout their entire career. When most of their job is making like judgment calls. Yeah. yeah. It's within like split seconds. And they also have like, you know, they have the most a lot not like all the time, but it does come in the hand that, you know, it's like life or death. Yeah. And that's not in like many other professions, if like any, you know, besides the medical field. Yeah. Like with the media nowadays and how they portray it, like for myself, I am like one of the biggest pro-law enforcement people you'll ever find. I absolutely love the police. I love the job that they do. Um, I think a lot of this has to do with people's lack of understanding of like the liberal job. Like you, CNN, because they always do it, they'll throw up a video of like a cop like tackling someone or punching someone and everyone's like oh that's police brutality when in fact like they didn't show the whole clip of the kid who like robbed a store ran away and then shoved the cop and then got his then got his dues yeah like they don't show the whole picture and people are like oh that's police brutality where in like a lot of the law it allows for a certain use of force if you put your hands on a cop you should fully expect to be punched in the mouth and everywhere else yeah, don't – one of the best um, – my father was a police officer for 37 years, and we were talking about this a while ago. Of This is right as the um, anti-police movement was really starting. And the way he put it with use of force was, it is not my job to go 12 rounds with you. It is my job to end it as quickly and as efficiently and safely as I possibly can. It's a great way to put it. Yeah. They're not, not getting paid to dance around and neutralize the threat. Yeah. Get everything under control. And a lot of people don't see that as being like, okay, for whatever reason. I think those people are idiots. But sure, whatever helps you sleep at night. Their job is to get everything safe and to just control the situation. Their job is not to be nice to you, is not to be friendly, it's to be respectful of you. That's it. So. With that being said, there are a couple videos. Oh, hundred percent. Well, that's my thing. Yeah, it's a human being. Yeah, they make mistakes, and not. And to be fair, it's not only that they make mistakes. Some just suck at their job. Some some have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Some there. It's like any job. You're gonna have like a bar manager that could be a huge dick. Yeah, because he gets a power trip from being the manager. Yeah, like a rapey bar. Like yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, James. And, uh, but I've also I've run into a uh, lot more cops than ever. You know, like I never yeah. really talked to cops before mm. because I mean the only time it would be like you know dare in like, yeah. the fifth grade, <laughs> and um, so now I like deal with them on a nightly basis, like when I work. And uh, as I've like picked up, there's just some shitty cops. Yeah, some like 100%. good sides. Yeah, and it's it's ridiculous to think like that's the person that's supposed to be policing us. Like. 
And the other thing is, like, when people are like, oh, well, he was mean to me, this cop was mean, like, all right, well, take into thing that they're dealing with, like, 15-plus calls a day, and they could range from anything. And just think, has your teacher ever been mean to you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they have, because they're also a person, They have bad days. And then also, think about how much, like, bullshit they deal with. Like, a kid who reeks of weed is like, nah, man, that's not me, that's not me, that's someone else. The cop's like, dude, come on, just, like, admit it so we can get on with everything. Yeah. I think it's pretty mis. It's also like a super nowadays. It's a super thankless job. So I mean, that being well, said, well, with with the police, like, what about you know gun laws? Oh, all right. So so let's hop right into that because I know that's another hot, hot, yeah. hot topic. People want to like. So I'm super police, but I'm also super in favor of stricter gun laws and that. So not two things that go hand in hand because most people think like, oh, pro-police, pro-gun. Yeah, you're thinking of like the guy that has no. like the, uh, the you know, the, like the front license Second plate Amendment. of like the, uh, you know, the, the blue the blue line, like yeah. the police flag. and then Which I have on the back of my car. I have, yeah. a, I have a thin blue line. And then the there's going to be car. like another sticker that's like from my cold dead hands. Or uh, <laughs> Second Amendment, America's yeah. traditional home, <laughs> home, defense. home defense. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Caitlin Bennett, quick shout out. We Complete hate you. nut, dude. She's insane. That girl needs to shut but up. But that's the thing. I'm super for gun laws. Stricter gun laws at that. See, I've always been like you. They can be as strict as they want, but whatever I have, you know, I'm never gonna like document it or anything, okay. and I'm gonna keep them for myself. And you know, it's not like I need to. If there was ever a situation where they would get my guns, it would mean that something went down, and I'm already gonna be in trouble. So that's the way I look at it. You know, I don't need to document. I don't need to tell people how like how many guns I have. And, you know, I don't need to be, like, super, you know, you see all these kids going to the University of Alabama. They're like, oh, I'm going to hold my guns to the day I die. I'm like, shut up. You're yeah. like, People I'm, are too gung-ho over, like, these gun laws. Like, gun laws are there to be safe. I'm all for people safe. not yeah. having ARs. I don't but think at the people same time, should have ARs. I anymore. want a hundred of them. I want a thousand ARs, but yet I don't want anyone else to own them. Because, like, people are idiots also. Like, you, we've been to the gun range and saw people act reckless. I gotta give you a fun story. So, I was with my buddy Chris, and Chris and I go shooting, like, pretty often. Uh, we, you know, we drive up. There's a few people at the range. Uh, the gates were locked. Or, no, the gates were blocked by some car. So we park on the on the road, and then we're walking in, and this lady walks up to me with the gun in her hand, oh. and she points it at me, and it's like, you know when you, like, pull it back, and then you can, like, flip the switch up and lock it? Yeah, she had it locked. Yeah, okay. So she didn't know how to how to get that back down, and I was like, So there's probably a, a magazine damn? in it, too. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it wasn't loaded or anything, oh. and I was just, like, telling her, I was like, um, yo, like, don't, I was, Chris was like, what the hell? And I was like, yo, yo, you can't point that at us. And she was just like, what? Why not? You know, like, typical. Because I'll shoot you. Because <laughs> it's typical, a gun. Yeah. Typical, like, Tuscaloosa trash. And I was just like, <laughs> you, I, was like I was like, if you put that, like, if you load that and you fucking, oh, excuse my language. But if you happen to, like, hit that lever and it goes down and you don't know that there's one in the pipe and you pull that trigger, you're going to kill me and then, or you're going to hurt me. And then, and then I'm, I'm going to kill your you. head off. Like. She didn't understand the whole concept of it. And then Chris Lay and I had to go, and we had to, like, go through and 
tell her how to use her gun that she already had. Yeah, see, that's my it issue. It was ridiculous. That's my issue with gun laws in America. People like that can buy guns. That's absurd. Yeah. I mean, it's really It easy. has to be way more intensive. I mean, I don't get people that argue, oh, yeah, for my cold, dead hands, oh, it's the Second Amendment. If you're waving a gun around, you're going to be dead quick. Like, it's a the, musket in the Second Amendment. They didn't know in the words gonna... of Joe Rogan, the, the presidents and everyone that wrote that, they would come back, you know, if they could come to the future and, like, be with us right now, they're going to be like, holy shit, you guys didn't write any new material? Like, you didn't write anything new about all this stuff that came up? Are but, you kidding me? Aren't we, like, one of the only, like, first world countries that... Probably are the only that let people have yeah. let citizens have guns. In Canada, their magazine size for on rifles is like five rounds. That's yeah. it. Where in America, yeah, we'll just throw a hundred rounds of seven yeah. six two and Canada's, go. I, Canada's is really strict. You can't you can't uh, do certain hunting with really guns. Yeah, it's just like for me. It, and you also, that's what you can't use them anywhere but a gun range. You can't shoot them on private property. Okay. So I just want, I my, I my thing about guns is I literally just want one for self-defense. Your self-defense? See, that's like my issue is like some people are like, oh, yeah, I want one from self-defense, but they're never going to practice with it. They're never going to take care of it. They're never going to teach their family gun safety. And then one night, you know, something real shitty happens and someone ends up getting hurt. Like, that's my thing. It needs way more training, way more background checks. Yeah, because I've been with someone. People should qualify like cops qualify. Like, I know in New Jersey, cops qualify, I think... It's either twice or four times a year. People should qualify, as at least at the minimum, as much as police officers do. Yeah. I've been with someone before buying a gun in Pennsylvania, and we were in there and out of there less than 30 minutes. I believe that, yeah. In New Jersey, it's pretty hard, but like in other states, yeah, I believe that 100%. Can we also talk about how absolutely dumb it is that they were trying to like raise the age to 21? As if being a 21-year-old... Like, oh, yeah. Like, do they not think about all the, like... If, if the argument is self-defense, think of all the 18-year-olds plus that are moving out of their houses well, and, like, living on their own. Well, in most states, the thing is... They meant 21 for all guns. In most states, it's 18 to buy a long gun, which is, like, a rifle, a hunting rifle, an assault rifle, a shot... A long gun. When you're 21, then you can get a handgun. Yeah, 21's when you can get handguns a handgun. Da- handguns are dangerous. You can conceal it. You can bring it like pretty much anywhere. I mean, so that's why they have the higher age. But yeah, still at that age, 21 years old, I know some idiots that are 21 right now. I know some idiots that are like 35. Yeah. <laughs> like, I run into idiots like on a daily basis, and I'm just like, hi, I wish... Nature still acted the way. Like I wish some people were just taken out by Mother Nature. But I also because there's just so many idiots. So out there. But I also know like people that I was friends with and and still friends with that were like on their own straight out of high school. And if I were, I would certainly want a gun if I were on my own. Of oh some yeah. Kind. I mean, I would prefer if like a lot of people in my family carried guns on them for personal protection. But I would also expect them to use it extremely safely, responsibly, and know how to use it properly. And the laws. You should know all the laws when it comes to that, too. But they're always like, oh, like, me too. Like, I want these guns. I want these guns. It's whatever. I mean, I just think it's absurd. I think there needs to be stricter gun laws for sure. And it is a hot topic, and I think it will continue down the line for a pretty long time. We still hate you, Caitlin Bennett. You're, oh, you're still the worst. That, hey. Well, to, to the people that don't know who that is, let's explain it to them. Uh, it's the crazy Kent State gun chick. 
Didn't she get her pictures taken with, with like an a gun? AR? Like she all right, literally walks out. around campus with like an AR on her back and a pistol on her hip and just like. Who are her parents? Does she have any? Probably idiots. Yeah. Or if they're not idiots, sorry That's if I awesome. insulted you, I feel so bad that you have to live with that creature. Yeah, like, yeah. I know people. I, she looks like the type of girl that's just, like, the product of terrible parenting. Well, it's like, it's like why would we make people feel unsafe? Like, we know people are weird around guns. Some yeah. of our buddies don't like being around guns. Why make people unsafe? If you're like, going to carry carry it concealed, no one should know you have a gun on you. It just I, makes you a target. I also, like, know people that go to Kent State. And, oh like, no offense. Like, I don't think any of them are listening, so I don't really care what I'm about to say. <laughs> like, I already didn't think Kent State was very good of a school. Yeah. But now that this crazy psycho. It's in the dumps. Yeah, like, it's. Where is that? Is that Ohio? It's in Kent. Yeah, it's in Kent, Ohio. That's where uh, Nick Saban went. Play football there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Neek. Only good so thing to Satan. come out against states. Yeah. I mean, and that's my favorite. People are like, oh, this doesn't make me a target. It protects me. No, it makes you a target, dude. Like, people are going to try and hurt you and take that from you. Mm-hmm. All right. What else do we got next on the list? Oh, this is big. The Me Too movement. This was sent in by one of our um, followers. Or listeners, sorry. Listener and a follower. He's a good person. But he wanted us to discuss the Me Too movement for this controversy episode. Anyone want to elaborate? Uh, I think Craig's the most versed on this. So I'll let you, you know, start up. I mean, I mean me personally, I, I don't... I, I have very, like, very weird... Uh, like, a very weird thought process about a lot of stuff like this. Yeah. So... All right, Craig, I'm going to tell you what I think it is, and then you basically tell me if I'm right. All right. So basically, the Me Too movement is about women bringing up former acts of sexual assault against them because they've seen others speak out, and they feel confident enough to speak out on theirs, on their experiences. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it was... That's basically what it is? Yeah. I'd say huge social media movement or it started as a huge social media movement for women to support other women and coming out and talking about sexual assault or harassment or whatever um and one of the most famous cases is that harvey weinstein like the women said like me too i believe oh that guy's terrible so it is a really great movement i 100 percent agree with it i think women should feel supported when it comes to that um i think it has taken on though a pretty radical turn. It has reared an ugly head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the movement is still great, but there are some. Yeah, there are some ugly There's spots that, that have come it, out. You know, there's yeah. people that abuse it that want it for you know fame, not fame, but they want it for like status, personal wanna, like progression. Yeah, personal progression. Precisely, exactly what I was thinking. Because you know, it's, uh, it's it turned into it was from a great movement of supporting women, and I think nowadays it is. Still a great movement, but I think one of the ugly heads that's reared is that anything that is said is automatically meant, uh, like meant to be hit with support and backing. People yeah. will believe anything you say, and they will support you through that. Like legally now, it's innocent until proven guilty, but in the eyes of the media, you no. are guilty. You're as guilty, soon as guilty the even if there's proof that you're not. And like the huge thing that just happened was the Brett Kavanaugh yeah. thing. People, she, people, she said she was assaulted. The Me Too movement supported it, and then at the end of the day, people are like, well, some people are like, hey, wait, like, let's slow down. We are America. We are the land where you're innocent until proven guilty. There's no reason to believe you're guilty right now other than the word of someone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the media, 
Dude, half of America was like, no, he's guilty, just off of this girl's word. Yeah, dude, one of my one of my uh, female teachers today said, uh, we were t- actually talking about the same topic this morning, and she said, in my eyes, you're guilty until you're proven not guilty. 100%. I and agree I was with like, that. I was like, yeah, like, okay. Like, I kind of understand where you're coming from. And Even I'm all- though, like, I try to, whenever there's something like that, I try to have an open mind about all this case, but... You know, like if someone's accused, I try to have an open mind until, you know, I can gain my own the evidence is out. Yeah. Not just like, I mean, eyewitness people test- go too hardcore. They, they, if someone cries wolf, it's always, they're always going to say that was wolf, 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 wolf. Like, and it's just the climate of America nowadays is just so intense with it. I mean, a lot of th- and like being in college, like. Like, we know in college, like, you have to be very careful on the actions you take, especially nowadays. Um, what was it? It was um, Steve Krell just said, like, nowadays yeah, the office would the not office. Sur- survive because people are too, like, PC about it. And I think, like, some of the jokes on the office, like, people would go off on. They'd- also, I just want to address that because I saw a lot of comments on the on Twitter about people going, like, Oh, Steve Carell's like, that's bullshit. South Park's on TV, and they're, like, ridiculous. One, South Park is a cartoon. Yeah. People who watch South Park are not the same exact people that are watching The Office. Everyone watches The Office. The, South Park the is Office was on NBC. Mm-hmm. A, like, basic, like, that's basic cable. Like, yeah. millions on millions of watching that. South you Park is on Comedy bills, Central. You still get NBC. Like, yeah. And South Park is on Comedy Central, which is More also edgy. where... Yeah, very much more edgy, which is also where office reruns are now. So, I mean, I kind of agree with them. I mean, some of the jokes. Um, what was one of the jokes? Wasn't like Oscar? Oscar, you're gay. Boom, roasted. Yeah, like Andy, oh you're gayer than God. Oscar. They would burn down the studio nowadays if that was said. And also with like how Michael with like the sexual harassment stuff. Sometimes it like with Jan, how he's always like pursuing her like yeah, that's uncomfortably. What she said. That's what she said. The Me Too movement like nowadays or a section of it could be like, hey, you, that's not cool. I don't know. I think it's a very thin line. I think it is a great movement and everything, but I think there are parts of it that are just becoming dangerous now. Like, you've heard, you've seen all those Facebook posts from, like, the super traditional, like, moms are like, oh, I'm scared to send my son off to blah, 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 because he'll get accused. And, like, the main comments are like, no, teach your son not to be a scumbag. Yeah, I love the, like, back and forth between, like, people saying that about their their parents in the face and be like, yeah, like, be like, all right, yeah, I taught my kid not to be a scumbag. I'm still scared for, like, what could occur? Like, because yeah, he, he could have a couple beers at a party, tell a girl he thinks she's hot, and then her Boom. be like, "I'm sexually assaulted." And especially like the school we go what to, it could be like a, that that other thing that was in the news lately. Someone brushes up some next to someone. Oh, Spencer, yeah, you're... yeah, like, yeah. So this like, uh, what what's their nicknames? Like the like the girl who called the cops on the black people for having a barbecue, and she like smelled it or whatever. Paula Dean. Oh no! No, no it, it's this something, girl it's like called crazy cops because there was like black people barbecuing, and she was racist, and they called her out on it, and it was like one of the most ridiculous interviews. Oh, it's not Kathy. What's her name? I know she has exactly a name. what you're talking about. And now this interview was the, the news literally showed the camera footage of the kid. The kid's backpack hits her butt as he's like trying to squeeze by and uh, pass yes. the cash register. So this like older white woman's ordering something at a gas station cash register. Yeah, and this little black like nine year old boy 
barely brushes into her with his back. She didn't even like move forward. Right? It was like literally like just like scraped by her. And she turns around and looks at him, freaks out. And she calls the police on a nine-year-old boy for quote unquote sexually assaulting her. And she started telling people she was the police. Here's my thing with that. Uh, she's crazy. Because, like, in the interview, the news is like, well, we have video of him not doing it. And she's like, no, he did it. It's like, no. That, we have proof. That blows my mind. And that, it's actually, been, you would have to watch it. So much. Guys, if you haven't seen the video or the interview, watch it. Because it will show you how crazy people are out there. Like, there are some kooks. It's not Permit Pat. Barbecue Becky. Bar- <laughs> That's her <laughs> name. Sorry. Barbecue Becky. That's the name of the... I just think, like... Because I'm sure there are literally people out there that support that lady at the gas station. We're like, no, that's sexual assault. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just, like, ridiculous. I mean, I just think it's a very slippery slope. What's yeah. next? All right. Oh, this I'm is a good next, one. baby. How are you? Sponsored by Jimmy John's Late Night Gym. Oh, are you sitting in bed? Are you listening to this podcast? Do you want a nice... Number 10, extra mayo. It's nothing but bread, lettuce, and that's it. (laughs) All right, and that's a weird 30 seconds of tonight. Sponsored by Jimmy John's, not actually. The meal of the night, though, however, is sponsored by Jimmy John's and Peace Tea without being sponsored by them. It is the Jimmy John's number 10 with hot peppers and then a nice Caddyshack peace, Peace Tea to wash it down. Not sponsored in any way or affiliated. Oh my gosh. Wait, real quick, before we get into anything, I just want to add Hank sauce, the honey habanero that I got for my birthday. Did you just say the fox is in the hen coop? The fox has entered the hen house. David yes. Rice in the dorms. Call 911. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I got this hot sauce that just actually blew my socks off the other day. It's, it's treacherous. Well, you so, aren't wearing socks right now. I know. That's why, because I, I haven't been able to put socks on because this hot sauce is way too hot. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's super hot. I put, like, I think half a hair size on my finger. It burned me up pretty bad. But next on the table, because this is a hot topic, someone might come after us since we're really getting into the truth. Which dead celebrities are not dead? They're fakers. Avril Lavigne Don't is be not a faker. There. Paul McCartney. Dead. I don't, know. I don't know anyone out there, so I'm just going to throw out someone. Um, Albert Einstein, not dead. Uh, nah, he did. No, he's dead. Nah, he did. He nah, dead dude. as fuck. He's a, shape, in, like, he's a the, shapeshifter. Remember in, the fourth grade, <laughs> remember in the fourth grade when everyone was just like, oh, Walt Disney is like, he's alive. Like, he's just like frozen somewhere. He's going to come back to life. That dude's dead. No, don't they actually have his brain, though? Yeah. They have his brain. Okay? Uh, they're going to take Austin Powers Mojo, inject it. Inject it into his brain. Just his and brain. Then, uh, then and then Walt Disney is going to come back and just make a Randy theme park. Oh, you make me Randy. Shag now or shag later. Walt, don't say that. <laughs> Walt Disney will surpass the mortal limit of needing a body. Oh my god, what's that show? You're just going to be a floating a Futurama. Futurama. Dude, that's going to be Walt Disney. All right, um, but you guys, all right, so who's uh, who's alive? All right, on a real note, so like the theories that we discussed were the Taylor Swift, the Avril Lavigne, Paul McCartney, and we didn't really say anything about it, but Tupac. Tupac's dead. I'm, I'm Tupac's got holes in him, dude. Yeah, like yeah. he's dead. Yeah, no, Tupac's dead. He just there's just a lot of people that look like him, and so it's easy to say that he's. Who not. was the other guy that said he was that they thought was dead, but was actually alive, and they like figured it out? Didn't he play baseball or something? 
Oh, what was last name Strawberry or Marberry? Well, there is a Daryl Strawberry, and then there is a Marberry. Because I saw that guy. Marberry, I yeah. remember whoever the guy was, Straw- Strawberry. Is that his name? Because I remember my dad pointed him out when we were at Disney World, because that dude was like at the same hotel as us. I don't think Daryl Strawberry ever. I thought I thought someone faked being dead. He was just a big cokehead in like the eighties, I think, and he hit home run- and he hit home runs. Oh well, he's like one of those. Regardless, f- I was at the same pool as him when I was a little. Who kid. do you still think- fun fact? Yeah, who do you think would benefit from like faking their dead, but like love it? Bill Murray, remember in Zombieland? He yeah, fakes to be in Zo- Bill Murray would probably love that shit. He would love that. Elon Musk would just you know wither. Elon like, Musk is a robot. He would say he's dead, but then he'd be in like some crazy volcano and like the, <laughs> some some South Pacific <laughs> island. His lair. Just he just has a stranglehold on the Hank Sauce market. Yeah, he's depriving the world of Hank Sauce. Oh my any God. rapper, like literally any rapper, could fake their death and come back. And then, bro, Mac Miller, next- Mac Miller. If Mac Miller came back, he's gonna come out of the rafters at the VMAs alive, <laughs> not dead. <laughs> and let me tell you, Butthole Eyes is gonna spark uh, up. He's going to be hold on. And then he's gonna propose away. to Ariana Grande and drop an album. And then all in front of Pete probably Davidson. get pretty fucked and, up, <laughs> and, and then Pete Davidson literally implodes, just shits out of his eyes. <laughs> his eyes just rip Poop out of his head, just shit everywhere. Imagine if that happens. Imagine if Mac Miller proposes to Ariana, he's, Ariana, dude, Ariana, whatever. I wish she actually the same No, nah, he did. Yeah, no, but too bad he's dead. R.I.P. How do? Guys, that's what he like wants you to think, though. That, that is true. That that's is. exactly what he would want us to think. Okay, who else would like really? I feel like Tom Hanks would. That would blow love it. I feel like he would really like it, but then I think no, he would Tom miss Hanks the screen. Loves, Tom Hanks loves going through jogs around New York City and like. Yeah. Really? If Tom Hanks, have you ever looked fake at his guys, I don't think his comeback would be. Has anyone ever looked at his Instagram because no. it's a, just a bunch of pictures of Tom Hanks? Not of Tom Hanks, but a bunch of pictures that he's taken of, like, gloves around New York City, and he just writes, Hanks. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love the, If like, you guys have free time, go to Tom Hanks's, um Instagram. I can't look at my Instagram because I'm locked out. Um, oh, yeah. Tell, tell us about this new oh, wave okay. you, and, you and the Pitmaster. So, are. me and the Pitmaster, we have this new uh, little, like... I guess it's um, just like a little lifestyle change for the moment, which is actually for the better. Uh, so we have an hour, like collectively throughout uh, a day. A piece. Yeah, yeah. a piece. of uh, To do whatever we want between messages, uh, find my friends, all social media, and uh, that's, that's honestly it. So it goes by pretty quick. Like my apps turn off like... Probably around like six o'clock every day. Yeah, that's what the pitmaster was telling. Yeah, and um, like the other day, actually, over the I think it was like Saturday. No, it was Sunday and Monday. I didn't I didn't use my full hour, which I was like pretty excited about. But now it's just like kind of an inconvenience when I need to look something up. But I don't really care. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of feel that. I mean, I would never do it, but. I need Twitter. I need my screens. Twitter, the pitmaster and I were talking about that. He said the hardest one for him would be Twitter because Twitter's like, I mean, that's a time waster and a half. You but I feel like there's that. a lot of people that we know that don't use Twitter. I just like got a all. Twitter. All those people out there follow me on Twitter. It's called Mystical Miz. 
His his at handle is Mystical Miz. Yeah, that's my Twitter. My that's my, my Twitter. Your, your profile my, or your AV or whatever is hysterical with oh. the, in the alien sunglasses. I told oh, no, him because dude, that's just me and my natural skin. I told him <laughs> because Earthlings. like all of us, all of our Twitter AVs are, are like us, like really messed up, like me, Koppel, Blaney, Rob. Like it's all of us just pretty messed up. And I think Wyatt's is pretty funny too. And Mizzy joined the crew. Yeah, joined uh, Twitter. <laughs> There we go. We're proud of you. But going back to the dead celebs thing, give me like one more. Avril Lavigne is a lot. Or yeah, not wait, can alive. you explain this now? Okay, so it's like this theory that like, because Avril Lavigne's music changed from like punk to pop at okay. a certain point. I don't like remember what album or anything. Yeah. I just, because I just listen to her radio songs. Yeah. When they're like popular or whatever. But she like went through a total like genre change and there's like minor looks differences. And there's, like, a huge theory that this girl named Melissa was, like, an impersonator for her to, like, help her avoid publicity has, like, now become Avril Lavigne and that they killed the real one. That's ridiculous. Because she asked too many questions. Whoa. I don't know. I don't know. The economy. I don't know. I made up (laughs) George Bush had her killed. (laughs) She she asked some, some weird thing about, like, she's Canadian, right? Is she? Avril Lavigne. So you're telling me the Queen of England killed her in hand-to-hand combat? I think that's what happened. England? Yeah. Ixo facto, Canada, England. Hudson Bay. Ixo facto, I'm your boss. (laughs) You go to the beach? (laughs) Yeah, man, you ever heard of the Hudson River? (laughs) (laughs) Is she from Canada? She is from Canada. I'm so smart at her. She (laughs) She doesn't even have American citizenship. Well, yeah, she's dead. Donald Trump killed her, dude. Donald Trump's like, mm, no visa. Let's talk yeah. about some music acts out of Canada real quick. Drake, Justin Bieber, Av- Avril Lavigne. That's Lizard the weekend. Um, I like the weekend. I like Drake. Is Josh Groban? Tell me he's from Canada. Who's Josh Groban? Josh Groban. You nice. pick me up when, when I descend the mountains. I, I feel is like he Canadian? No, he's American. Really? What about Michael Bublé? Come on. All right, here. Isn't Michael Bublé like foreign? All right, I just... All right, Michael famous Bublé. Canadians. He's like, oh, he's Canadian. Ready? Ooh, Jim Carrey, Justin Bieber, Celine Dion, Pam Anderson, William Shatner, Avril Lavigne, Ryan Gosling. Wait, Ryan Gosling's Canadian? Mike, Michael J. Fox, Mike Myers, Neil Young, Ryan Reynolds. All right, so the entire American entertainment industry is made but up Ryan, of Ryan Gosling was, like, raised in America. Those are oh, just okay. the he's like, he's celebrities. Drake, he's like, Keanu, Keanu, Rachel McAdams, Brian Adams, Ellen Page, Seth Rogen, Dan Aykroyd. Wait, Dude, Seth all, Rogen's all the Canadians yeah. are just going to drop out of Vancouver. our entertainment industry and America's just going to become like a barren wasteland. Cana- Canada, I almost called it Canada. Canada is just a talent gold mine. Did you see Keith Keanu? Keanu? Yeah. Keanu Reeves? Michael Sierra? Keanu Reeves. Will Armit? Arnett? He or said Keanu Reeves earlier. Will Arnett, dude. Tommy Chung, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé is... Matt Perry? Oh my... There is not a single Christmas album that is... Tom Green. ...smoother than the Michael Bublé. Well, let's just, you know... DJ Deadmau5. For just being Elon America's Ma- hat and all that... Why does it say The Rock? Canada is sweet. Why does it say The Rock? That list is probably, like, fake after you got halfway through it. Wait. Because The Rock is not Canadian. He's Hawaiian. It just says... I typed in celebrities, and then just goes Canada. I feel like halfway down that list, it probably just switched. Do you think Canada's, like, hacking my system right now? No, I know some of... Most of the people you mentioned are from Canada. 
because I've wow. done my research. Good for Canada. They have some heavy, heavy hitters. Yeah, big time. I'm Jim a Carrey, hard hitter. AKA psychopath. Yeah, but joke on them because uh, they're in America and Canada is just America's hat. So It's also cold up there. Wear your coats. It's also cold in my heart. Just kidding. It's holiday season, guys. It's warmed up. It's spooky season. Spooky season. There's cobwebs around my heart. Alrighty. Um, Craig, what are you going for for Halloween? Um, Halloween. Oh, dude, I might do the Revenge of the Nerds thing. I might go for that. Just dress out like a total geek. Some tape on my sun or tape on my glasses. It's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but see, that's the thing. I don't want people to think I'm trying to be easy. Yeah. I know how easy you are. Because I love, you dirty girl, I love Halloween, so I like kind of want to like show my appreciation for the holiday. Well, you're probably going to need more than one costume. Just yeah. My girlfriend and I wanted to do the, uh, I told her she had the idea of those SNL cheerleaders. That'll mm-hmm. be funny. Because yeah. I'm just going to get really goofy in it and take it way too far. Guess how? I'm going to try flips and stuff. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that dream I had where everyone was filming me and I was just doing backflips? You, you ever see a Jeep Wrangler do a flip? Yeah, that's going to be me doing a flip. Guess who uh, I might have to do with Nikki? What? I, have to, I might have to be Troy Bolton from High School Musical. No! No way. Buy a Why? Troy Bolton jersey. I don't know. There was something she suggested, then she went on Google and saw a bunch of pictures of it that she really liked. Hmm. And uh, you guys can what ask you me. Do? I just was thinking about this earlier today. Now hear me out, okay? These little these little critters don't get enough uh, don't get enough attention for all the stuff they make. I want to be a silkworm. Ooh yeah! All and right. I'm gonna have so much yarn coming out of my. So I'm gonna have to put my lower region. I'm gonna have to put Mizzy to bed soon because clearly he's getting tired and saying gibberish. No, dude. A silkworm would be hilarious. No, you would just look like a worm. No one would know that you're a silkworm. No, they'd be seen because everywhere I go, I'd just be dropping yarn out of my lower area. I'm gonna ask you a question. Question, because the the pit masters in the room. Yo, what are you? What are you gonna be following? Buckethead. So the pitmaster <laughs> that is the first time a pitmaster has ever been recorded in human history. Like his birth certificate doesn't exist. He's off the grid. He says he's going to be a uh, buckethead who's the guitarist who I highly recommend YouTubing cuz he shreds. I mean, he gives uh, it to you through the What's years. that song Spanish Seas uh, Forever? That, that's him. Oh, t- yeah. I forget the name of that. Okay. Uh, well, but that is a, an excerpt from the pitmaster. Sitting in the corner. He's also known as Death Cube K. That's his, another name for him. That's according to his Wikipedia page, yes. Oh, Whoa. wow. All right, well, he, Pitmaster, you should send him a hug or something. All right. I think we're almost done here. Just want to, before we do decide to sign off, I just want to make a public announcement uh, to all girls and, and guys, I guess, because we're inclusive yeah. here. If you wear a Gucci belt out to the bar... I'm going to go ahead and assume you're a bitch. It's Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Let's not get too, like, far ahead of ourselves, girls. This isn't New York City. You're not at fucking One Oak or Tau. And we all know that you did not buy that. We all know that your daddy bought it for you. Also, I hate the uh, the belt tuck. The belt tuck in the front. Yeah, it's, like, on purpose. Like, here's my Gucci belt. You were literally showing it. Like, I also, I hate when girls were, like, try to be edgy and they're wearing, like, a classic rock T-shirt. And I'll be like... 
I'll go up and I always quiz the girls and they're always wrong and I always feel so much more smarter than them and just powerful. Like, oh, you like Metallica. Oh, I just like the shirt. Oh, get another shirt. If I ever saw a girl wearing a Bad Company t-shirt, oh, I might body slam her. Well, first I'm going to ask her. If she doesn't know, body slam. I'm taking her through the floor. We do not condone uh, violence, violence especially <laughs> way, against women. This is a happy, nice podcast that's loving of everybody. It just I gets guess. a little <laughs> Everybody that doesn't wear Gucci belts. And everybody that likes Dixieland Delight. Real quick shout out. Dixieland Delight worked. Um, sort of. Sort of shout out to the university. We see you. Cause He's every, saved us. Everyone, there was 100,000 people yelled the curse word in Dixieland Delight. But the university just... There was a lot of sound in the universe. Blasted, uh, beat, blasted beat, blasted beat Auburn through the PA to cover up our. It was pretty fans. funny though. But guys, congratulations! Dixieland delights back for us. Um, can't wait to hear it again. And uh, let's just try to get a little louder for the Iron Bowl. Give oh, it a little push. They, they, they'll hear us. We'll be there. Yeah. But guys, hope you have a great rest of your week. You're gonna hear from us soon. Thanks for listening in. Any and, more um, ideas? And also, uh, she, uh, a few people asked us, and we're going to throw up that uh, email if you want to like send us stuff via email. We'll put the email on our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you guys can email us questions, ideas, anything you would like to hear. Um, but thank you so much uh, for the support so far. Everything's going really great. Spencer, your final words. Keep the change. James. Adios, kiddos. Good night, friends.